I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about making meaning, manifestation, and energies we navigate. My expertise? The shadow side of human beings. Welcome to Cosmic Boot Camp, a philosophical life hack for the Aquarian age, preparation for what's to come in which all of us will play seminal roles. Light versus what no longer serves humanity and our lives. The ramp to the future begins now. Humanity is about to get an upgrade, away from what is delivered every day through empty shadow-side leadership, mass shootings and murders, and self-annihilation and suicide. In 2023, we are asked to level up because all of us are part of the Aquarian Age explosion that will change humanity over the next hundreds of years and beyond. People are starving for meaning in their life. The Piscean era is fading, and with it the power of autocratic organized religions led by men alone. Younger people started the mass exodus away from organized religion as the Aquarian Age arrived with all its glory. The middle-aged and older remain dominated by denominational thinking, but only in name. Non-practicing religious people who are adrift in the new age. Since the Enlightenment, humanity was forced away from the first known science— Astrology was born long before astronomy, which makes the first science of humankind more powerful. The archetypal mythology vital to humanity's survival, where meaning is birthed. Quote, As god of the sea, Neptune is aligned with water, the element of intuition, as well as dreams and mystery. End quote. That's from Robert Hand, horoscope symbols via Tashin. The constellation of Pisces is ruled by Neptune, a planet traversing this water sign until 2026. This transit began in 2011. Pisces is also ruled by Jupiter, the planet of expansion, fortunate blessings, and abundance. The tarot card for Pisces is the moon. This month, in this year, I find the season of Pisces different because we are leaving the Piscean age forever later this month and will be between two worlds, as I see it, until November 2024. Pisces offers light through the moon to journey into unknown territory, demands a price for knowledge, which is leaving what isn't part of human evolution behind, including relationships that have lasted through the Piscean era. A quote from Vicki Nobles on Pisces in the Tashin book on astrology. Quote, The pull of instincts is the only sign that lights the way to mastery, and the outcome is as uncertain as any throw of the oracle. Intuition is your guide now as we dive deep into the waters of Piscean energy before the door closes on all that's come before. 
Jupiter's imprint on Pisces is seen in tarot through the Wheel of Fortune. This card is also about the outcome being uncertain. Tarot has a spooky reputation because humans are superstitious and the religious terror around tarot has prevailed over centuries. Never stop the elite from tapping this card game as it was once known. The elite also embraced astrology while allowing the church to condemn tarot card readings and astrology. If the interpreter of the tarot card is you, expect challenges, excavation, and surprise. Psychological scrutiny is ahead on tarot card adventures. None of these tools or metaphysical descriptions mean a thing without effort, imagination, and courage of humans doing the work to manifest what they want. Strategic risk is required. These archetypal meanings of planets and their associated movements point to when actions and efforts are most productive, the best cosmic conditions to exploit during a launch, vacation, and other important events, even operations and doctor's visits. The last sign of the zodiac, Pisces reminds us of endings we must accept before we begin again in Aries, the first sign of the zodiac. The Pisces new moon is February 19th and is a different type of moon in my opinion. The 12th house is the domain of Pisces. I'm not an astrologer, but to dig deeper, get a birth chart. Try horoscopes.astro-seek.com. Next, Check the 12 houses to see where Pisces is located in your personal chart. If Pisces isn't found in any house, or if you're not interested in a birth chart, the 12th house is where Pisces can be understood and experienced emotionally. Astrology, in my opinion, is best digested in layered learning. A lot of new listeners, so let me repeat. Begin with the moon. Ancient and traditional analyses of moon energy is elemental, but our understandings of this planet has grown in importance. When I first began trying to attach my downloaded messages to the calendar and attempt to understand the experience and what the messages meant in real time, I began with the moon. This uh, I tried to relate in sort of a confessional fictional book uh, of Cosmic Tattoo uh, in the year 2021, and it was quite an experience trying to translate my experiences into fiction. My fixation with mythology and astronomy was foundational going back to my Bachelor of Fine Arts where mythology was mandatory for my degree. Symbols, making meaning, spirituality from the inside out. Religious faith and experience can be helpful as a foundation, but it also can be the motivator for looking elsewhere. Surrendering religious dogma is not optional. Consider. There's a new way to think about human life, a bolder picture, deeper meaning to our individual lives. 
The mind is a magic carpet ride. During the days around the Pisces new moon, surrender outworn beliefs, your baggage, and your outworn attachments. They'll reappear, but we each have the power to sweep away heavy thoughts with new energy. The picture of the life you won't want won't arrive until space is made for it. This is learned advice. The kicker is people know what they need to do, but lack the imagination imagination to replace what's being left behind with something that lights you up. Your personal evolutionary window can't be closed by fear unless you ignore the timing and power of a moment. I'm not talking about a clock or the season of the year. The moment we feel in our gut something is for us and it's time to do something about it now. What lights you up? Around the Pisces new moon and into Pisces season is a perfect moment to reel out your imagination and let your mind and heart do the rest. Your favorite playlist can help if you're not ready to quiet your mind completely. New moons during uh, new moons during times when all planets are direct is usually a moment for launches and splashy beginnings. The Pisces new moon this year is a moment to appreciate the softness before Saturn moves into this watery constellation joining Neptune. We are at the threshold of something important. I'm sure you can feel it. Nervous energy? Feeling something's coming and it's not here, but you're on the edge. The 29th degree point of Pluto in Capricorn can make people anxious because humans can instinctually feel something is coming. Part of our instinctual life is taking cues and making meaning out of what we experience. As an example, you search for a quote to use in a paper or to make a point in a discussion. The web page that first appears has a video on the page that catches your eye, so you click on it. Up pops a librarian from the town where you were born, and the quote from the librarian explains exactly what you need. Synchronicity, or is it a coincidence? Which is it, and does it matter? To the evolutionary adventurer, faith in purpose challenges, encourages embrace of this synchronistic moment. It doesn't change the person's path or any decision, but synchronicity reveals a connection to what a person is doing and what she or he is attracting. Most of all, synchronicity is fun. It's part of the play of everyday life. It's flirting with the law of attraction, the kinetic force that connects the world. It's part of the concept of flow. Our presence, each of us, have powerful roles to play in our separate distinct worlds, and we each decide what's important. Outside opinions and voices can inform, but they must never coerce because we each have a part to play at this tectonic moment in human history. We are at the cusp of the greatest expansion 
of human capacity since the Enlightenment. The first tenet of this implicit human pact is represented by words written long before the modern era. Quote, This above all, to thine own self be true, and it must follow as the night the day. Thou canst not then be false to any man. That's Hamlet, Act 1, Scene 3, from Shakespeare. The shadow side of to thine own self be true is lying to yourself, which means you can't help but lie to others because you've created a separate alternative reality built on lies that you now have to support. The ego becomes invested in this charade, ending in deceitful behavior because your actions must save the ego. Narcissism, sociopathy, psychopathy, nihilism, and suicide are shadow elements of disconnection with self, soul, and the purpose of being spirit in a body. This is how evolution is thwarted and self-annihilation wins. The golden rule, which dates back to Confucius, and experts say earlier, is foundational. Treat others as you'd like to be treated. Religious leaders across the spectrum need to make note of this. Exposure of religious scandals was part of season one of this podcast. I left the outworn and arcane analyses of Christ's story behind because the truth could not be ignored. 2,000-year-old texts, none, written by Christ, and erroneous interpretations from the pulpit have become an immorality play for power, control, and financial gain. One of the biggest mortal blows to life and and longevity is lack of meaning in life. As organized religion fades, understanding of life has become shaky for many, organically through investigation of my own life. I discovered, then experienced, a meaningfully organic way to live that demands the voice of the universe above. As a kid, I prayed to a star. After rejecting the teachings of a vengeful God in the sky, male domination of my spirit because women weren't allowed leadership equal to men in church, and the tortured quest for power through religious misogyny. From the L.A. Times, something I I have to quote often because I continue to get new readers. Thank you very much. (laughs) Quote, in more than a dozen interviews for this story with people ranging in age from 18 to their early 40s, a common theme emerged. They were raised with one set of religious beliefs, Catholic, Jewish, Buddhist, and beyond. But as they became adults, they felt that faith didn't completely represent who they were or what they believed, end quote. This is from the L.A. Times. The Piscean era was foundational to humanity and symbolized by Christ and Christianity, but we are now in the Aquarian age, will beco- which will become obvious between March 23rd and June 11th, 2023, when we'll see foreshadowing of what's to come in 2024 and beyond. 
Pisces season finishes what Pluto's journeying through the constellation of Pi of Capricorn. Sorry, Capricorn. When Pluto transits the constellation of Aquarius, will be an Aries season, the first sign of the zodiac and a new era. What happens if you refuse to let go? Surrender what you must. This is where faded events come in. Solar eclipses, which begin in late April of this year. Pluto entering the constellation of Aquarius for a short stay, which will happen on and off until November 24th, 2024. See the timeline in the last podcast. I think it's in the, in the transcription. And also the north and south nodes changing signs midsummer. When people are shocked during a faded event, the universe has come to put our attention somewhere we wouldn't have expected or suspected and sometimes would rather not experience. But we must to evolve. Faded events are an evolutionary experience and won't be denied. It can only be delayed. What happens when a person refuses or can't accept her or, her or his personal evolution? When a person won't accept responsibility for personal evolution? Nihilism, seen in addiction, murder, suicide, mass shootings. Name your poison. The shadow side takes over. From NBC News this week, quote, The gunman who police said killed three students and injured five others in Mich in, on Michigan State University's campus Monday night turned, quote, evil and mean, end quote, and became a recluse after his mother's death two years ago, his father said Tuesday in an interview. Anthony McRae, 43, had a difficult time handling the loss of his mother, Linda McRae, and his demeanor and outlook on life, quote-unquote, changed after she died of a stroke on September 13, 2020, said his father, Michael McRae. He's a mama's boy. He loved his mom. They were tight. His mom was like his sister, Michael McRae said. Everything happened so fast, end quote. I know it's difficult to understand the murderous rage of someone, but men, and these mass shooters are almost always men, who can't process grief, anger, or, reje or rejection make choices to be violent. Society's reaction that mass shooters must be mentally ill comes out of a lack of understanding of the rage of emotions for which humans must have control over themselves. A quote to which I refer often comes from Dr. Errol G. Southers, a former SWAT and recently appointed to the LAPD Commission. Quote, to the first point of alienation, it has nothing or little to do with mental illness. If you look at the medical statistics, it will tell you 80 to 90 percent of the shooters in America suffer from no mental illness, end quote. That was Southers on MSNBC. Religion and the historic holy books passed down over 2,000 years no longer satisfy humans' emotional needs in the 21st century. Generations of younger people are done with what's come before, as evolution demands.
the L.A. Times story. Quote, on top of that, a lot of younger people feel alienated by mainstream religion, by attitudes toward LGBTQ people and women, by years of headlines about scandals and cover-ups, or by the idea that anyone who isn't part of that religion is inherently bad or wrong, end quote. After my mom's cancer worsened, I noticed she wasn't reading her Bible anymore. Still on the table with her religious pamphlets, she turned to another way. Norman Vincent Peale's The Power of Positive Thinking. It's free on Kindle if you're interested. What helped me make the meta metaphysical leap to meditation was my strong connection to prayer. Sitting in silence with a quiet mind took time. Music helped when I first started. <laughs> the tape in my head wouldn't let go for quite a while, but I kept breathing every time an errant negative mantra flew through. A daily practice of connection is what meditation solidifies. At first, I had, a, I had to find a way to take a, a minute of silence. In the middle of a self-defeating thought one day, I stopped and took a breath, one breath, then did a, did a little shimmy and shook my hands and arms and my body, then took a mental picture of what I'd just done to remind me to quit wasting time with negative talk. Younger generations are besieged with negative images, Instagram, slogans, emails, texts, tweets, TikTok, and other forms of public peer pressure. This constant dark messaging is destroying the life of young girls and young women. The headline from this week's Washington Post blared, Teen Girls Engulfed in Violence and Trauma the first CDC report taken since the pandemic. There's a free link via my subscription on the transcriptions uh, uh, side. Here's a quote. Nearly one in three high school girls reported in 2021 that they seriously considered suicide, up nearly 60% from a decade ago, according to new findings from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Almost 15% of teen girls said they were forced to have sex, an increase of 27% over two years, and the first increase since the CDC began tracking it. Almost three in five teenage girls reported feeling so persistently sad or hopeless hopeless almost every day for at least two weeks in a row during the previous year that they stopped regular activities, a figure that was double the share of boys and the highest in a decade, the CDC data showed. Girls fared worse on other measures, too, with higher rates of alcohol and drug use than boys and higher levels of being electronically bullied, according to the 89-page report. 13% had attempted suicide during the past year compared to 7% of boys, end quote. Yet, in my work, I constantly see males opining, quote, 
Boys in crisis, schools are failing young males. End quote. Conservative David French opines on quote unquote post masculine rea- reality. Now, I've quoted Mr. French many times on this podcast because of his strong work against Trumpian influence in evangelical and other religious group circles. Conservatives seem blind, however, to what's happening to young women. Insurrectionist cheerleader and Missouri Senator Josh Hawley claims an assault on masculinity in his book out in May, according to the book's Amazon page. I still can't get over it. Suicide up 60% in, quote, one in three high school girls is a catastrophe of human purpose, meaning, and bereft spirituality. Richard Weisbord, a psychologist and senior lecturer at Harvard's Graduate School of Education, explained girls and boys like this in the article. Quote, Girls are more likely to respond to pain in the world by internalizing conflict and stress and fear, and boys are more likely to translate those feelings into anger and aggression, he said. Boys are more likely to, quote-unquote, mask depression, he said, while girls may be more vulnerable to social media and a culture, quote, obsessed with attractiveness and body image, end quote. Healthy, active people, no matter the age, crave a personal tool they can tap when alone, as I see it. The source of these quotes that I've just rattled off is uh, the CDC analysis and is based on data collected in the fall of 2021 from the Youth Risk Behavior Survey taken by nationally representative sample of students in public and private high schools. The results released Monday, this past Monday that is, derived from more than 17,200 responses are the first since the pandemic began. The survey is done every two years and Monday's report showed trends that spanned from 2011 to 2021, end quote. Sorry, I had to read you that, but that is the source of what I just read, which is important. So many people talk things and never give listeners where they came from. Anyway, moving on. Mental health issues in the 20th century were kept underground the entire time. George McGovern's pick for vice president, you may not you may be too young to remember this, but it was in the in the early 70s was Tom Eagleton from St. Louis, my hometown, and was forced to remove himself because he fought depression and was hospitalized several times for it. Pennsylvania's Senator John Fetterman, recently elected, checked himself into a hospital this past week, suffering from clinical depression. Still recovering from a stroke, the identity he had of himself has been shaken, as I see it, become fluid Becoming fluid in the language of your emotional life is why I recommend recommend starting with the moon to understand the flow of cosmic influence and energies and even understanding your instincts and intuition. 
The, mo the moon coincides with our emotional world, an introduction to a different way to find meaning in life. Imagine a tool that inspires curiosity, pulls a person into a mystery, and offers information personal to their life person, purpose and meaning, even the, their evolution. Modern humans are vastly different from the people who embrace Christianity and the myths handed down in the Piscean Age that started 2,000 years ago. The ignorance of antiquity, when most people couldn't read or write, is long gone. There is no filter in the modern age. Trauma is heavy energy. Spirit requires a path to recover. What, I, what I'm talking about in this podcast is how I saved myself. On this Pisces new moon, consider what I'm talking about as a 21st century personal toolkit, guaranteed to keep you learning the rest of your life, editing the meaning of your life as the passages of time educate on new eras. From the electric air of Aquarius into boundless waters of the sign of Pisces, this archetypal shift is seen through differences in the two. From mind and form, we move to our emotions and the mysterious and spiritual. Contrast in energy and flow, which are representative each time we move from one constellation to the next as planets move above and change how we look at life below. Quote, Pisces can inspire and be religion, but they can't build the church. Virgos and Tauruses do that. End quote. Maha Daust, astrologer, via Tashin. From our emotions and water, we will next move into Aries and out of winter. And this airy season will be one to remember. Fate and choice work together, which will be evident as we move through March. There are potent energies and opposites during Pisces season. Saturn builds things. Neptune dissolves boundaries. Jupiter expands. And Pisces is our emotional world absorbing these energetic archetypes. The importance of staying grounded in the moment will be Saturn's job come March 7th. Symbolizing spirituality, imagination, and illusion, Neptune represents even Hollywood and master creators. Looming beyond is the shadow side of all this energy, which marginalized people will be difficult, will find difficult. Challenges to push us toward leveling up. But it's a process that's never straight. Developing a daily practice is the, is the best plan for the shifts ahead. You won't keep it every day, and that's okay. It's up to each of us to heal our wounds and let go of what can can't come with us in the future. In the months ahead, as tectonic shifts occur above, the foreshadowing of the shifts below in our world, are peaking through a cacophony of legal battle, battles that matter to you and this country. There's the Fox News Channel battle with Dominion voting systems. 
This is a battle for the foundation of our democracy. Lies versus truth via journalism. This isn't about partisanship. This is about reality and truth. Quote-unquote alternative facts was the Trumpian battle cry after he lost the 2020 election. From NPR this past week about the Dominion Voting System's blockbuster $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox and its parent company. Quote, In the days and weeks after the 2020 elections, the Fox News Channel repeatedly broadcast false claims that then-President Donald Trump had been cheated of victory. Off-air, the network stars, producers, and executives expressed contempt for these same conspiracies, calling them, quote-unquote, mind-blowingly nuts, quote-unquote, totally off the rails, and, quote-unquote, completely BS, often in far earthier terms. The network's primetime stars, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingraham, and Sean Hannity, texted contemptuously of the claims in group chats, but also denounced colleagues pointing that out publicly or on television, end quote. Why the lies? Quote, the audience started to erode severely that fall, starting on election night itself. Fox executives and stars equally equally obsessed over the threat posed by the smaller right-wing network Newsmax. Hannity texted Carlson and Ingraham that Fox's Arizona call, quote, destroyed a brand that took 25 years to build and the damage is incalculable, end quote. Carlson shot back that it was, quote-unquote, vandalism. Other hosts, including Dana Perino, were equally shocked, end quote. That is from NPR.org. Our democracy hangs in the balance of this lawsuit. Again from NPR, quote, Under the high legal bar of actual malice defined in that 1964 U.S. Supreme Court decision involving the New York Times, Dominion has to show Fox acted either with knowledge that what it was broadcasting to the public was false or that it acted with reckless disregard of the truth. And here's a quote from Dominion. Here, Dominion's legal team wrote in its filings, every person acted with actual malice, end quote. It offered one example after another that key Fox figures knew what the action knew what the network was putting on the air was false, end quote. The for, there is foreshadowing out of Georgia this week as well. Remember this quote from Donald J. Trump? Quote, so look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have, because we won the state, end quote. Later saying... So what are we going to do here, folks? I only need 11,000 votes. Fellas, I need 11,000 votes. Give me a break, end quote. (laughs) The Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney, Fannie Willis, 
convened a special grand jury to investigate attempts to interfere in the 2020 election. 75 witnesses, including Rudy Giuliani, who was told he's a target of the investigation, which means to me he's getting his affairs in order as I speak to you. This week, a judge released the introduction, the conclusion, as well as one bombshell. Quote, the majority of the 23-member Georgia grand jury recommended perjury indictments, quote, where the evidence is compelling, end quote, according to a portion of the final report released Thursday, end quote. That is this last Thursday, and that quote came from USA Today. Lies on trial, my friends. That brings me to Edmund Burke. Quote, The only thing necessary for evil to triumph in the world is that good men do nothing. End quote. The future depends on our choices every day, each hour, no matter the personal cost. Be honest with yourself, no matter how difficult the truth is to accept, and have enough respect for the people in your life to tell them the truth too, because it's not your problem if they reject truth. It's theirs. I'm Taylor Marsh, and you've been listening to Astral Soul Lightning. Until next time. Oh,